Episode 1, Aliens. Today I'm drinking rum, but not just any rum. I'm drinking the best rum in the world, Sacaba Centenario, which has won first place in the premium rums category four years in a row at the International Rum Festival in 1998, 99, 2000, and 2001. It was the first rum to be included in the International Rum Festival's Hall of Fame. Just let the shit sink in, man. This is some serious groupman shit I'm drinking. This rum, as well as me, we both are from a little country in Central America called Guatemala. And since this is the first episode of the podcast, I felt that I needed to represent my heritage strongly in this one. Us Guatemalans are what you may call mestizos, which means we are a mix between Spanish and indigenous people who are descendants from the Maya. And as we all know, the Maya are descendants from the gods themselves. So yeah, you might say I'm a demigod. You can now call me Hercules. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. With that being said, let's start. Okay, first of all, what does the word alien mean? The dictionary defines it as an adjective belonging to a foreign country or nation. Similar words for it are foreign, overseas, native, external, distant, remote. All of those sound very terrestrial to me. So I say, fuck this. These are not the aliens I want to talk to you about. So I'll just call them extraterrestrials. Now, are they real? Well, um, fuck yeah, right? (laughs) It doesn't matter if you are a religious person or a science believer. In both ideologies, life outside Earth exists. In the Christian Bible, for example, they talk about angels and demons who live in heaven or hell. And this heaven or hell is not on this earth. So therefore, they are extraterrestrials. And in science, well, it's just common knowledge that the odds of us being the only quote-unquote intelligent species is extremely low, given how big the universe is. Neil deGrasse Tyson said, Nature does not make things in single units. To believe that we are the only intelligence out there is wrong. So I ask the question, will the governments of the world will ever openly reveal the fact that living extraterrestrials are real to us? Eh, I honestly don't believe they will, in our lifetime at least. Not because they don't know about their existence, but because I don't think they think humans are ready for this shocking news. And honestly, I agree. I mean, imagine, most people are comfortable thinking they are in the top of the food chain. And then one day the government be like, nope, we're done bitches now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it would be chaos. All right, so moving on. Um, what's up with this ancient astronaut theory? Yes, the show in the History Channel is an actual real theory. that has been around, um, I believe, since Eric Von Daniken published his book, Charts of the Gods in 1968. Huh, 1968? That was 20 years before the world knew what greatness really was. Yes, you guessed it. It was 20 years before my mom gave birth to a fucking legend. Of course, I'm talking about me. I read that book, Charts of the Gods, twice already, and Eric asks some really interesting questions like, Who are they? meaning the extraterrestrials. 
Will they come back? And did they really need to do all those rectal exams on humans? The theory is uh, that in the ancient past, we were visited by ancient astronauts from other planets who came to Earth and saw primitive humans and interacted with these primitive humans and showed them different technologies. Well, obviously, for primitive humans, seeing all these flying saucers, spacesuits, laser beams, communication devices, even power stations, you know, etc. And they not really understanding the science behind it, they wrongly confuse it with gods performing miracles, coming to Earth and teaching them the way of life. Eric argues that many of the ancient human civilizations interacted with these ancient extraterrestrials and influenced them in cultural development. He gives a few examples, mostly using the Christian Bible and comparing the stories in that book with the stories of other ancient civilizations, which were um, apart by thousands of years and thousands of miles, some of them even in different continents. You know, for example, he compares the stories of the Bible, like some of the stories the Maya had, or the Celtic culture, or even the Meso- even Mesopotamia. You know, which is, of course, the oldest ancient civilization that we know of. And he argues that these stories of divine intervention are nothing more than close encounters with ancient extraterrestrial astronauts. So, for my entire adult life, I've been wondering, what would happen if I got to experience a first encounter with extraterrestrials? How will that interaction go? Well, <laughs> obviously, first of all, I'm sure the extraterrestrials will ask to take some selfies with me, you know, as I am an impressive specimen, a very handsome man, and all-around awesome person. <laughs> and you can quote me on that. Secondly, <laughs> I think they would ask some questions or do some type of test to determine my intelligence level. Uh, wrongly assuming that I'm an average person, you know, and they would instantly realize that I could be their supreme leader. Of course, I would refuse to do so because um, I am a very, very humble person, and I wouldn't want to be their leader anyways. I don't want to be in such great position of power. I don't want to tell anyone what to do or not to do. I just want everyone to have a good time, you know, leaving the fuck alone. (laughs) I'm sure we'll have some very interesting conversations, though, like um, where I could educate them in the art of being awesome for them later go back to their home planets to write poems and sing songs about me for generations until the end of time. Man, it's fucking awesome being me, right? (laughs) Um, I personally believe um, that extraterrestrials are real, obviously, and I want to share with you the brief but intense, almost orgasmic experience I had a few years back with a UFO. Uh, the UFO phenomenon is con- constantly attached to extraterrestrials, so... Although we all know the UFO stands for unidentified flying objects, uh, people just assume they're extraterrestrials for some reason. So anyhow, 
The year was 2009, and I was talking on the phone with one of my best friends outside of my front yard in a humid summer night. It was really hot. It was around, you know, 10, 10 p.m., 10, 15, and suddenly, like, 15 to 20 feet above me, like, this aircraft passed by flying really fast, and, and I mean, like, supersonic fast, just like, pow, you know? Uh, this aircraft was going really, really fast. <laughs> and the interesting part about it is that it was not making any sound. You know, it didn't even create any wind. It was like, like if it was just moving through space, bending space to its will when it moved. I obviously lost my shit and screamed on the phone, holy shit, bro, I just saw a UFO. <laughs> Now, um, this has been the only time in my life, so far at least, that I have ever seen a UFO. And it is more than enough proof for me to know that extraterrestrials are real and that they are still here doing rectal exams and us. Seriously, how many asses do you need to see? How many asses do you need to study, bro? <laughs> All right. Anywho, so I finished my drink. Um... I want to tell you a quote by one of my favorite favorite ancient astronaut theorists, um, Giorgio Tsoukalos. He said, knowledge is the currency of the universe. And if that's true, I say, my friends, I am your loner. Thank you so much for listening. Stay awesome. Until the next one.